Let us pray. Lord God, open our hearts and minds by the power and presence of your Holy Spirit, that as the scripture is read, proclaimed, and as our mission team witnesses the good news, may there be joy in our souls. May there be salvation of our souls. May your presence be made manifest in each of our lives. Now, Lord God, may your word come through me or in spite of me. Thank you, Lord, for yet one more opportunity for us to try to get it right. Amen. In a few minutes, I'm going to ask our mission team to come forward, but wanted to share just a, just a little bit here with you the scripture. We, our scripture text that we took with us down to Freeport, Texas, is that we can do all things through him who strengthens us. And if you read around a little bit in the, in the letter, Paul's letter to the church of Philippi, there's some amazing things that go along with that, with that verse. And the other week I was reading, and I was just dumbfounded uh, by this text. So I wanted to start in verse 10. Uh, our, our scripture is 413, but just wanted to read a little bit before this. I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned for me, but had no opportunity to show it. Not that I am referring to being in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed, of going hungry, of having plenty, and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I wanted to latch onto that word content, if I could, for a moment. Sometimes when we think about being content, some may think that, well, we acquiesce to our position, that somehow that it is what it is. Have you ever heard that? Well, it is what it is. Well, God's not saying that so much. What God is saying is that wherever we find ourselves along the journey that we call life, God is with us and will sustain us in every moment of those things. Paul says that he has learned how to be hungry, learned how to be well-fed, learned how to be poor, learned how to be rich. In all of those things... Strength comes from God. We have one of, the, one of our nastiest habits in our, in our society is, is labeling people. We label all sorts of people. We label, we, we label their ethnicity. We label their race. We label their, their, their gender. We label their political persuasion. We label everything. Guess who does not label anything? God. The only label that God gives us that we are God's children, and that is who we are. And so this morning, I'd like you to consider what it is to be a child of God, to be well-fed, to be poor, to be wealthy. For to be a child of God, is to be convinced, fully convinced, that nothing can keep us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
that this God, this, this huge, incredible God, this awesome God, keeps our going in and our going out from this time on and forevermore. That's the God that we serve. That is the God that gives us strength during, during our most difficult times in our lives. Sometimes when we go back to labels, we label ourselves. We label ourselves as sick. We label ourselves as, as worthless. We label ourselves as not having the gifts to serve. Have you ever found yourself doing that? Have you ever found yourself questioning the gifts that God has given you to be in the world? God's saying, hold on. Wherever you find yourself in life, I will give you the strength. I will give you the stamina. I will give you the joy. All oh, that first hymn we sang, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Joy is not that giddiness you feel. It's not happiness. Last night I tried to be a cheerleader. I can't do that, so I won't do that. Um, kind of made myself look a little foolish there, but that's all right. That's a label. But God says to live in the joy. Joy is knowing no matter where we find ourselves in life, whether rich, God is with us. Whether poor, God is with us. Whether hungry, God is with us. Whether full, God is with us. That is the joy of believing. That is the joy of knowing that no matter where our journey leads us or takes pause for that matter, God is with us. And so we gather here this morning to celebrate mission. And part of mission is being the hands and feet of God and the voice of God. Oftentimes you hear, well, where is God in my life? Where is God when I need God the most? And some might think, well, this mighty hand's going to come out of the heavens somewhere and reach down and pluck us out of the abyss, and everything's going to be okay. Saints, that doesn't work that way. Just wanted to let you know that, as if you didn't already know. But how God works is through the ministry of the faithful. How God works is through the faithful witness that is shared to those in need. I'll tell you a quick story, and then we'll let the mission team uh, tell theirs as well. Gene uh, was the person who owned the first home that we stopped at, home number one out of four. We worked hard. And by the way, uh, the, the Texas Conference says they never had a team like ours. <laughs> never so many gifts. We were looking for a fifth project to do. We got real excited. But Gene said, after the, after the hurricane and all this sort of thing, she, down the street, somebody's house got repaired. Hers didn't. She wondered where God was. She knew God was around, didn't know where God was. A week before we got there, a Baptist church came in and fixed her, her kitchen up. We were supposed to do that, but they, they went ahead, and they did a great job. But she said when she saw our van come, she just started crying and said, God didn't forget about me. God sent these people. 
You see, that's the way it works. God gives strength to those who are weak through the witness and the ministry of the faithful. That's what mission's all about. That's what church is all about. You know, church is not about um, traditional, contemporary. It's not about, it's, it's, it's not about potlucks. It's all, that's all fun stuff, by the way. But what church is all about is witnessing the good news of the saving grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to the world around us. A world that sorely needs the joy, who sorely needs the hope. That's what our mission team does. This is our eighth mission team. And while I talk, why don't you folks come up who are part of the mission team, those in these color shirts and then one in blue. <laughs> and while, and while, they, while they come up, this is the eighth year that we've had a mission team and a multi-generational mission team. We've had youth and, we've had, and we have adults. Uh, we started out and spent a couple of years in Joplin, two years in a row, Oklahoma City. We, we went to uh, uh, Hurricane Sandy Relief twice. We went to Brookport, Illinois. We've been to West Virginia. I don't know where we're going next year. I'm going to start working on that same next week, by the way. But this team was a team of, of 18 highly qualified, highly motivated, highly faith-filled individuals who set out to Freeport, Texas. And I want to thank you all for your prayers and for your and for your support uh, of this of this work project, we we went down to Freeport. Uh, some some flew, some of us uh, drove two 12-hour days. Uh, stayed halfway in Memphis, Tennessee, which was an interesting experience to say the least. And but we all had fun. We all had a lot of joy and. And, and so we celebrated uh, work uh, for the Lord. So I just wanted to take a few minutes, and you see we had fun, and we had a lot of hard work too. Uh, 98 degrees, same humidity, um, mosquitoes about this big, uh, cockroaches I understand. But, you know, it was in the women's uh, lodging area, which was good because you all could handle that. I don't know if we could handle that. Uh, but I wanted to have them share with you some of their experiences and some of their thoughts on the trip. And so, Bob, you have the microphone, but if you want to go last, you go last. Um, what was really cool for me to see is I've never worked in a house where, like, we were just doing the finishing touches. And I thought that it was really cool to see how even just, like, putting up, like, the doors and stuff like that just made the house come together and it was just really cool to see all that well my project was rebuilding a bathroom I had an awesome group of people helping a lot of youths um, that I was help training even my sons um, learning how to use tools it was an awesome experience uh, helping them so that they can help out in the future. Um, we managed to get the bathroom fixed, a new shower that they did not have, uh, which is very important for people in need. So um, my experience was um, being with the people that I had. Um, there was days that were kind of discouraging. Uh, the person that helped me the most was Dale. 
his faith in God gave me the strength. So um, I had a little buddy that was glued to me the first two days at Miss Jean's house, um, her little great-granddaughter. Um, she was six years old, and she was just dying to help us. She ran around with a tape measure. She was just measuring everything and looking to do whatever she could. But that reminded me powerfully how even very small and young people are affected by these tragedies and disasters and how important the work is that we do and also our witness that we bring to that situation because it was really neat to spend time with this little girl because we let her just kind of hang out and run around and do whatever she did. She was all over the place. But um, it was just a wonderful experience to be able to just be in this place and see the resilience and the amazing um, bounce back ability of people who are facing their worst nightmares and are rebuilding from that and just don't lie down and take it. They just keep getting up and they had a positive attitude. Jean was hosting her grandson and his wife and this little girl um, even though her house was not even fully repaired yet because they had lost their place to stay. So it was really beautiful to see how people reach out and help even when their own circumstances aren't so great. So it's just a wonderful witness to Christ to be able to be on these trips and to see how God is at work in the world. This was a very, very awakening uh, situation for me to see others in such dire need and just to think that a small group of people from North Ridgeville could make such a difference in people's lives. I want you to look at this group up here and what I see here is beauty, brains, and brawn. And all of those features, all of those capabilities blended right in so that we were able to do what needed to be done. Um, I must apologize, I only worked two hours the whole week. I had to come home to take care of Darla who had fallen and had surgery on a broken ankle. But it was still a blessing to be a part of this group you would be amazed to see this group work. You would be amazed to see what talents these people have, what commitment they have, and how much, most importantly, how much they love Jesus. Well, my experience, um, one of the things that hit me personally was the gratitude of these folks that we were working for. They, um, you know, they had lost virtually everything and had to start from scratch in, in a lot of cases. And, uh, you know, the resilience and the faith that they showed and the gratitude that they showed to us for coming out. When we told them we were from Ohio, they were like, that's another planet to them. So, um, you know, they were, they were extremely grateful, and the gratitude that they showed us makes you want to do it again. So that was my personal experience. And uh, one of the things that we, um, we all shared uh, while we were down there was the same cologne which was deep woods off <laughs> I've never seen mosquitoes and bugs like they've got in Texas but thankfully we live in Ohio <laughs> thank you Jesus I would again like to thank the congregation for giving us the opportunity to do this without your support and you helping us financially this probably wouldn't be possible and it's always an honor to go down and help people wearing the church name on our shirt. It's just an honor and a privilege to you know, have me have that opportunity. And uh, 
Even when I was going down to Cleveland, getting on the concourse to get on the airport, a gentleman that didn't even know me walked up to me. He says, I've seen quite a few of those shirts. He says, uh, what, what's going on with the people wearing these shirts? And I said, well, we're people from Ohio going down to Texas to do some mission work. And he shook my hand and he said, thank you, thank you. He says, we need people like that in the world. And he says, God bless you and keep you safe. So, I mean, even people that we're not even directly affecting or seeing work that we're doing. And I mean, it's just a witness like that that makes me want to just keep coming back and doing it again. And I plan on going again next year with the help of the church and the Lord willing. So I appreciate it. Well, thank you all. It was an awesome experience to be in Texas. Couldn't have done it without all of your prayers and all of your financial support to push us along. The one thing that really, well, there's a bunch of things, but um, they were sharing about the streams that are in Texas. They just kind of, they're flowing. When we were there, anyhow, the streams were just flowing to the Gulf. Those streams that were this wide, when the hurricane was there, they turned into streams 50 miles wide and just covered fields, covered communities, covered the whole area. And uh, when I was working in there, um, there was so much work that had been done before we got there. And we were working on some of the the least touched or the last touched folks in that community, they were so thankful. Um, and while I was working, it was just awesome, the love that was shared among all the saints who were there working. Um, the verse that came to me while I was working the second day is about Christ being formed in you, the hope of glory. And uh, I was praying for the saints back home, for the saints that were working, that Christ would just be formed in all of us, that it would well up and he would be able to spill out of our souls and out of who we are. And I was just so thankful for being there. Thank you for sending us. Well, I had um, several observations. Um, the like second day we got down there and got organized, we went to a Sam's Club almost into Houston, so we had a drive away. And we wore our shirts, and in checking out, we've got these mounds of two big carts, right? And Mar was the clicker, and the fellow who checked us out, we went to, of course, a self-serve <laughs> checkout, and this one fellow, Claude, became my best friend. And he's over there just hugging everybody and asking, what are you here for? And we told him, oh, that God bless you and everything. Well, the next thing you know, he's helping. He's not supposed to be doing this. He's supposed to be supervising. Well, he's helping us, right? And he was my best friend. The lady at the checkout is supposed to count everything on your strip. And I gave her a strip that long and she started and she goes oh just go <laughs> just go <laughs> like we were going to steal something but 
I do have to, I want to thank MJ for helping me. Everyone helped, but MJ had the peeling of potatoes and, um, and also Grace for being my secondary crabby lady cafe. Uh, I think we got, everybody's here and they're, they haven't died, so we, I did okay, I guess, in cooking. But to get back to Jean, one of the things too is she, I know she probably felt like you said, Pastor Tom, about being forgotten, but she also had some other things going on. She got booted out of her FEMA trailer. You know, you either, you have to get, they don't care where you go, get. And she lost her husband two months ago. So it just piled on. Now, with your help, this lady has a house that she can finally feel comfortable in. And I think now she can start her grieving process. And it's because of you all and, and us being able to get her back into a safe place. So that was my biggest takeaway, too. It's really hard to follow all that, isn't it? So I guess that's why I asked to be last. But uh, again, I want to thank all of you for, for being a part of this because you all are a part of it. One of the things that, that I remember, and I'll follow up with what Tom said, um, in uh, Isaiah you know, 55, uh, he mentions that God has a plan. And God's plan might not be our plan. And I think that goes for every mission trip that I've ever been on. A plan, it changes. And it's God's plan. So I, I just, for example, when we're talking about people here, we had a gentleman uh, from Texas, Ken, who came to us the first day because he was invited by... by Al, Al's brother-in-law, I believe. He came just to, just to say hi and see what we were doing the first day. Uh, he was there every day and helping every day. Uh, Bob and uh, Judy, uh, their house uh, was the last one I think we visited. Um, they, there was two Bobs the crews had because Bob was also a crew member I mean he, he worked with us redoing his house uh, I had an opportunity to sit down with a cup of coffee with, Ju with Judy and in the conversation that I had with Judy uh, that little verse from Isaiah came right along she said before the before the flood, uh, I was downsizing. I was, I was downsizing. Bob kept asking me if I would hurry. And she says, God didn't think I was moving fast enough either, so he helped me out. <laughs> and that was, her, that was her answer. I mean, just very happy about that. Everything in the house got cleaned out. So, so like I said at the beginning, Thank you all for being a part of this. I enjoyed working with all of you. You guys are great. Uh, it's a great experience. And thank you all for being a part of it.
Thank you all, too. Boy, what a privilege it is. Love you all, and uh, just alive in my faith as a, as a pastor. Yeah, it's such a privilege. and uh, Can't wait till next year. Now, if anyone is so predisposed to be part of our mission team next year, let us know. There's always room for more. We're not sure where we're going. That's more God's plan than ours. Okay, we have one in the back. Do I have two? But I do want to say thank you very, thank you very much for all that, all that you have done to witness Jesus Christ on this mission trip. What a joy it was to serve with each and every one of you. What a blessing it is. So thank you, and, and thank you again. Forever. While you're standing, we might as well sing. So kind of a theme of every mission trip we've been on, number 593, is an I, Lord. And if it's you, let me know.
Jesus, thank you for the calling you've placed upon all of our lives. Lord God, bless us mightily with your Holy Spirit as we leave your house this morning. May we be your witnesses to the world around us. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say, Amen. Amen.